0: Hello, welcome to episode two of all new to wrestling. Joined again with our wrestling novice, Adam Morrison. How are you doing, Adam? Yeah,
1: I'm good, man. I'm uh, looking forward to this one. Uh, I'm really enjoying it again.
0: Wow, uh, do, I, do you know, what? I, I, this, we're also learning about the difficulties of trying to stay up to date because we're already two or three episodes of wrestling behind. So I, I'm trying to be careful on how much I'm shoveling down your throat of. AEW right now
1: well I'm just taking it one episode at a time and I've got a lot to talk about on this first opening segment of this
0: of this wrestling (laughs) I ain't gonna lie Ricky I'm very excited about that because because you rang and told me I went shut the fuck up I want to hear this on the (laughs) podcast uh this is this is exactly what I was hoping for because I it is so especially I mean I I'm mid 30s, you're late 30s, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Uh, Yeah, I'm in my 30s, yeah.
0: (laughs) All right, then. (laughs) Not for much longer. We're going to have to do a little backtrack. There's a comedian we've gigged with a lot who doesn't look his age, but's in his 40s and has to deal with uh, explaining to women that he's met that he's actually 42 now. Yeah, and on his dating profiles, he's
1: 26 or something,
0: isn't he? I don't. Adam's now being very suspicious about his age. Like, this is going to... Yeah, it's all it's all neckbeards in their 30s that are listening to wrestling yeah. podcasts. You're fine. You're, yeah, you're I, amongst so, friends here, Adam.
1: Oh, in that case, I'm going to be 40 in October. Um, I struggled getting over 30, Ricky, to be honest with you. Like, it took me four years to get over being 30. So, I don't look
0: forward I, to it. I stopped tracking it. My age. Like, my age is... I was born in 87. Yeah. Dece- Dece- I'm not going to say what month because, you know... We we're already very worried we've been doxxed on our on our Twitch streams just because we have just used <laughs> our real names like no one else has. As uh, Rick versus Morrison Twitch stream, if you want to see yeah. us play 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 WWE SmackDown or struggled to with the streams at the minute. The, 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 that's not yeah. Oh, the, the mate, best online play at the moment.
1: Literally, just saying, not we? It's, it's such a good game, but it's so frustrating. That it keeps crashing, and it deleting your character that you've just built.
0: Yeah, Adam, Adam made a father Ted character to fight me with. <laughs> <laughs> as well as a lot of mean in-jokes. So check that out, Rick versus Morrison Twitch stream. But this one is all new to wrestling. Have you had many chats about you watching wrestling with friends, people around you? What's been the overall take of it?
1: Uh, I've had chats about, uh, I was like, oh, I'm getting into wrestling now. I don't know, for fuck's sake, it's another thing I'm getting into. The old lot of work, I'm not too keen on it, but the two blokes that just come out of their apprenticeships, they're back on board with it. So I talked about the, uh, the pay-per-view with him. They were like, oh, you didn't know that. Oh, it wasn't that good. I was like, oh my God, did you not see like the double leg kick thing? And like that one where they jumped up on the top rope and done a flip over and he pulled him on the floor. And he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. So, like, oh. you know, you know, <laughs> See,
0: that's that's what I'm enjoying the most about doing this with you. Because if, you, if you're talking to someone that knows wrestling at this age, they are so jaded. Yeah. There is... There was There's a moment, I'm going to bring it up later, that you said, I can't fucking wait for that. I'm like, I blew my mind. It honestly blew my mind. But let's get into it. So today we're going to be looking at AEW Dynamite from March 10th. We do intend to catch up this week, so this is an up-to-date podcast, but... It's an awful lot of wrestling, and I still haven't finished the logo. So if you take a look at the podcast you're watching now, what does the logo look like? Because I've got lofty ambitions, and I've got a feeling they're not going to hit home. So we'll see what that looks like in the future. Also, I hope you enjoyed the musical interlude uh, from the beginning, the musical intro from the beginning. That is our very own Adam Morrison on the piano, and he's going to hopefully get better and better as this podcast goes on. Yeah,
1: hopefully so. I'm doing lessons every Monday, so... (laughs)
0: So AEW Revolution was the last episode I thought that was a good one To show you Because it is bell to bell These guys are incredible And you made a comment last night When we were playing WWE Smackdown The difference between being big guys And little guys Yeah
1: Yeah so I've got A super heavyweight character on Smackdown it's well good. Or
0: WWE twenty sorry, it's WWE 2K22. I call it SmackDown because that's what it was called 22 fucking years ago. Yeah. So yeah, the
1: WWE Jeez, 22K, uh, or 20, was it 2K22? That's the yeah. one, yeah. That's um, one. So my big character is a power ass, in it? it? It just throws you about. But then I used the little fella yesterday, and oh my God, I had more fun with the little fella because he was just quick. I just don't doing all these like mad flips and like I did a helicopter thing and I thought I was the one getting thrown about, but it wasn't. I was doing a helicopter on you and then threw you about. It was he, really good.
0: He did he did a flying head scissors for the nerds for 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 the wrestling fans among us there. Yeah, and it's funny that within a week you've kind of outlaid what is better about AEW than WWE because WWE like Daniel Bryan or sorry Brian Danielson is kind of seen as a small underdog but in AEW due to the height sizes he's kind of just a dominant powerhouse himself he can do all these things and yeah so that that was an interesting point for me but uh, AEW so watching the pay-per-view I thought that's brilliant he's going to see all the shit they do that's exciting there's a good chance you'll enjoy that then moving to Dynamite it's not going to be these 20-minute match classics with everything happening in them I want to see what the Opinion is and to start us off, the first segment is uh, why two g Chris Jericho comes out,
1: right? Oh my god, right? So, we're in Fort Myers, Florida, right? There's a geezer in the back with an owl mask on, I don't know what's going on there, that really stood out for me. Chris Jericho comes out, everyone's going <laughs> mad, they're all doing the, the song, I don't know what the song is, but they're all singing a song.
0: The Judas, yeah,
1: uh, the, the crowd are getting well into it, and then uh, Jericho comes out, and he gets in the ring, he's got his little like. Waist jacket on, looking like Sons of Anarchy. And then he's like, are you ready for that old match? And I was like, yeah, I am. I'm fucking ready for this. (laughs) Um, So then he's in the ring on his own. And he's got a microphone and he's having a little chat and that. And uh, he said it's the best match he's ever had with Eddie Kingston. And they do some highlights of him and Eddie Kingston. And and then he's feeling really bad because he refused to shake his hand. And I was like, oh, well, that's good. He's come on tonight. Tell everybody that he feels bad. He's going to make amends, <laughs> and that.
0: Um,
1: and the crowd are going, yeah. The crowd are just going, shake his head, shake his head, shake his head. And then Eddie Kingston walks out, and I'm like, oh my god! Like Eddie Kingston walks out, um, comes in the ring, and uh, he was he was saying, look, I didn't want to turn up for the pay per view. Like, like, I've lost to this bloke. I've lost to this bloke. I've been going through this. I've been going through that. Um, I'm just thinking I want to know how this plays out because like this this is like really good this it's this, this, like I, I'm feeling like Eddie's so upset that I'm starting to feel like really bad for him like oh my god he's pouring his heart out and then um, Eddie says look
0: just quickly one second there is I, I, again, this is because I, I hadn't seen a whole heap of Eddie Kingston before E W, and that was during the pandemic without a crowd. For so I, I couldn't do a whole heap of wrestling when they didn't have crowds. Yeah. AEW handled it well, but um, right now it's like the first on-the-mic interaction and that is not the level that I've had to put up with for the past 22 years of on-the-mic interactions. Eddie Kingston like is... I, I'm I'm gonna say he's pretty much the Dan Judy Dench of wrestling on the microphone. He oh. is he is fucking remarkable on the microphone. He they're talking about stuff that you don't talk about the way you interact because you wouldn't have got this, but there's a, a thing called a what chant. Yeah. Where Stone Cold Steve Austin, way back in the day, came out and he had a catchphrase of what which interrupted people and no it has kind of plagued wrestling ever since. Because Whenever someone talks to us, go what like that through it, and he just turns out to the crowd like, Hey man, show some respect. Stone Cold Steve Austin didn't even hear it, <laughs> like yeah. he shut them oh, down. Yeah, and-
1: I wondered what he meant by that, and I was like, Oh, maybe he's like good mates with Stone Cold, like maybe he's good <laughs> mates with him. I didn't know, um, didn't know what was going on with it, so it's good to know that.
0: Um, and the stuff he then goes into is so real compared to like wrestling, large like hey, we're here in Florida, it's great to be here. And then someone's music plays, he comes out throwing fake money around and goes, hey, Florida sucks. He's like, don't you talk about Florida like that? <laughs> we're going to have a match now. Compared to like Eddie Kingston turns around and I'll let you talk about yeah. what he talks about. So he's
1: he's getting really upset. He didn't want to turn up to the pay-per-view. He's like, I didn't think I'm good enough. And he's going on, like, all this, like crying. Like this. I, 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 well, he was pretty much crying. He was pretty much crying. And he looks at... Um,
0: but it wasn't, it was, do you know the type of guy who gets so angry he's into, like in school, he's like, he's flipped out and now he's, he, he's almost crying, he's frustrated, he can't smash things, yeah. do you know what I mean? It's, it's like he looks genuinely overcome with anger and emotion and, and passion to it. It's, like I said, I could not be more impressed with Eddie Kingston. He's been the best new guy shown to me. Yeah. With it. His music's mint as well. Yeah. Like his
1: music. No, I really like Eddie Kingston. I really like him. I think he's my new favourite. Uh, so that Eddie turns, looks at him and goes, Chris, you're still number one. You're still the greatest. You're still number one. Uh, and to me, it felt like, you know, if you go out with front of your mates and you get absolutely hammered, and at the end of the night, you're like, oh my God, man, I love you so much. Like, you're my best friend. You're my best friend ever. I love you so much. You're the best. No, you're the best. It felt like that. It felt like two, like, drunk mates, like, just telling each other how much they loved each other. Um, and then... Uh, So then Chris Jericho puts out his hand, Eddie Kingston puts down the mic, looks at it, does some pointing to him and he's pointing to him and then he shakes his hand and he bows and I was like, oh my God, that's really good. What what a touch of class that is. Great sportsmanship, great sportsmanship.
0: Just quickly, one second, just quickly. So one of the things that Eddie brings up during this impassioned promo is that people have said they'd read read his article in the Players' Tribune, which I've... I, I, I'm unaware of the, the publication or the content of that but it was an emotional article about his life in wrestling and people came up to him he says four people at the Fan Fest came and said they didn't kill themselves because of that article yeah
1: I forgot about that
0: <laughs> Yeah, but... which I'm just picturing the guy in the owl mask <laughs> 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 thanking him
1: <laughs> like, the, the, I, I couldn't take my eyes off the geezer in the owl mask I was like he was committed, and he didn't just have it on for like five minutes, you know, like, oh, yeah, I've got to tell you with it No, he had it on for the whole hour and a half, two hours, or however long the show was. He had it on. So he, he probably went home in it. Like, fair play to him. I thought it was great. Like, I liked the Almask.
0: Our last moved in with us when I was in my third year of university, and I I, I wasn't living like a regular person at all, uh, being like, you know, trying to do comedy, being in university but not being in university and just basically being a child that couldn't look after myself so when we try and do slightly more mature things like she wanted to throw a halloween party and that's the level of maturity i'm talking about here it's just like a structured organized event where everyone's meant to have a nice time that's and it was the weekend the new football manager came out obviously october so I, i put no effort in and she went. Well, have you not got a costume? And I thought, oh fuck! And I, again, I'm at the period of the relationship. I'm really wanting to, you know, look like I try. Uh, so I got out my wrestling mask that someone got me from Canada, and I went out. As uh, I went, yeah, I'm Ray Mysterio, and I went out in my wrestling mask and my jogging pants and no shirt. And I'm like, I'm not comfortable doing this. <laughs> <laughs> You don't realise how good shape wrestlers are in until you wear their exact clothes and see what a heap of shit you look like. <laughs>
1: yeah, mate, honestly, if I was in... If I had a body like some of these wrestlers, like I said yesterday, I wouldn't have a T-shirt on. I would, I would just walk around... I would, I would pretty much walk around in trunks all day, every day. They're like, in, in, in such good shape.
0: In Southampton, uh, there was a place we used to do gigs at called uh, the Talking Heads Pub, Portswood Road, and... Chris Jericho's band came there and a the mate got a bunch of tickets to them. And I swear, like, he is so... he, he First off, he dresses like he does on stage there. Yeah. He's got, um, like, a leather jacket, open, no top, no top. And you just see ab and he's so thick. Yeah. Like, to walk around a man that height should take half the amount of time. And he looks like a small wrestler, really, Chris Jericho. But I just always remember the... What's the thing that he said? He goes... It was like a Tuesday night, and goes for you guys of work. This is just write to your boss for why you're not in tomorrow. Just say, dear boss, fuck off. saying Chris Jericho, and everyone stuff happens like, whoa, Chris. Oh right. But anyway, makes, that's so if we get back to, he's just shook hands with Eddie right, Kingston. Yeah, so
1: he shook hands. Eddie's bowing, and I'm like, oh my god, this is so heartfelt. Then all of a sudden, three blokes rock up, like, and they run in the ring, and they throw. Um, Jericho and they're kicking in Kingston. They're probably giving them a towing. Um, I like, what
0: That's, is like... on? Okay, so the people people who do that is Daniel Garcia and the Tag Team Two Yeah, so
1: they're in there. They they're kicking shit. They're kicking. They're kicking the shit out of both of them. And I'm like, what is going on here? Why why is this happening? I've got no idea what's going on at this point. And then two other geezers turn up, right? Uh, one with a bat. Um, so there's like.
0: The inner circle members, proud and powerful. The oh, right.
1: So, yeah. The, oh, yeah. The inner circle. Yeah. So then they turn up and then they they start going mad. And then Chris Jericho turns. And then he starts beating up like Eddie Kingston and the people that have come in to help him. And I'm like, what's going on? Why is he doing that? Like, And then it was like a turncoat. He just started beating everybody up. And then, um, then two. Of, yeah. He comes in. He comes running in, um, and he he's holding his head, going, Oh my god, I can't believe what's going on. What's going on, what's going on? And then he's like, I'll oh, just get involved with you, Chris, don't worry about it. So then he starts fucking kicking <laughs> people in. And then the geezer, um I wanna say the little Mexican fella with the baseball bat. Uh,
0: Puerto Rican, I think. Puerto Rican, yeah. Pride and power. Well, New York, the the New York, yeah, New,
1: um, New York.
0: I don't think they're Mexican.
1: Uh, runs in like the one with the bat. Anyway, gets the bat taken off him. Then he gets Double power slammed into the floor, Then he? gets double power slammed into the floor and then he's dead. Oh. He's actually dead on oh, the
0: floor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Double brain buster. Yeah, that was yeah. really good. i really noted note of that one.
1: Yeah. He got he got double brain busted on the floor. He's dead. He's out for the count. It's game over. Chris Jericho, like they've got the bat. They're beating everybody up with the bat. And then, uh, then two of them have got uh, Eddie Kingston. And they've got Eddie Kingston, they're holding him up. And he's going, blah, blah, like shaking his head, like, get me out of it. Oh, what are you doing? Oh, like that. And then they're slapping him and stuff like that. And then uh, they give the bat to Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho walks up to him and he just doesn't hit him how you did someone with a bat. Do you know what I mean? He sort of like just smashes it in his face. <laughs> Have
0: you never seen the World Series when they use the bottom of the bat to hit home runs? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he
1: uses the bottom of the bat, smashes him. And then... Um, Then two of them get out of the ring. uh, They get a table from under the the ring. They get a table out. I don't know why they keep leaving tables and chairs under the ring. Obviously, they keep getting smashed up. It must cost them (laughs) an absolute (laughs) fucking fortune. So they get the table out, and they put it on the thing. They drag Eddie Kingston over. And then uh, who was it? The bloke that come running into the end with the joggers and the white trainers on? Um, Uh,
0: The big fella, Jake Hager.
1: Yeah, Jake Hager um, gets on the outside of the ropes but still on the ring gets Eddie Kingston pulls him up on his face so it's like um, i trying to tell him Pout, yeah and he just fucking smashes him through the table he's dead on the floor now Eddie Kingston's absolutely smashed on the floor um, they're all like well, yeah we've done it uh, Jake Hager gets his inner circle um, waistcoat vest yeah, waistcoat, yeah. waist jacket uh, and it lays it over one of the, the other geezers that are dead, I can't remember which one it is. He's dead on the floor. And then all four of them, so no, sorry. The three blokes that came in at the start, Jericho Yeah, and uh Hager get in the middle and uh Chris Jericho gets on the mic, I can't remember what he says exactly, but then he goes, That's an a team right? And then they all do the middle finger, right? But what really pissed me off the most, right? Don't get me wrong, I liked Chris Jericho from the first one. Uh, and then I started to like him because he was doing all his things. And then he turned and I was like, oh, you're a bastard. You bastard. But what wound me up the most was Mark Hager couldn't do the middle finger properly. He had the thumb out on the side. And I was like, why? Can't you just tuck your thumb in? it's not a proper. Like, just put it. Like, when I tell my kids and they're doing the middle fingers, I'm like, put the thumb in. It's not a real middle finger if the thumb's out. Put the thumb in. Um, but yeah, that was. I was really upset with Chris Jericho, I was that upset. I'm thinking about writing him a letter. <laughs> you know <what> I'm <laughs> so I'm new to wrestling, and you've just blown my mind by being a
0: snake. Wait a second. if 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 I had the um, the editing abilities, what I'd like to do is read that letter out to the to the theme tune of Stan from m and <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Dear Chris, I started watching wrestling two weeks ago and I was a really big fan of yours. I thought the inner circle was a really good group. I couldn't believe it. It wasn't right that you it wasn't right that you didn't shake Eddie Kingston's hand, but the fact you gotta do it the next day, I thought was proper solid. <laughs> Please don't go, I want you to stay. Da, 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 da.
1: <laughs> well honestly, man, I was like I was like, why has he done this? There was no need for it. There was literally no need. There was no need. Like Eddie Kingston was saying how he was the number one and he was the best and then, what, he just has to beat him up because he got beat up by him before? Like, it's a wrestling match. It's not like you're having a fight down the town. I don't know.
0: Right. So, um, there was a little bit of backstory to it that you would have missed due to not watching the prior episodes of the pay-per-view. Right. So, proud and powerful the tag team. They are uh, in the inner circle of Jericho. Eddie Kingston comes out, whose good friends are proud and powerful, and says, you've held these guys back having to deal with your bullshit. When these are the best tag team, they should be the champions. That's where kind of seed was planted there with that element of the story. Um, The fact that it's wrestling and you're asking someone to come out and shake their hand. I had a little bit of mm, maybe shenanigans. And uh, just a, a quick note on the the apron powerbomb through the table. There is a moment when Jake Hager goes to pick up Eddie Kingston and he slips and he should see everyone panic. So they're, they're about to chuck him through a table off the apron. They're trying to hit him with baseball bats. Fuck, don't drop him. Don't drop him. Hold him up. Pull him up. <laughs> so, so those little moments are, are, are kind of interesting. And what Jericho has, because the one thing of Chris Jericho over 20 years is he reinvents himself he knows when it gets stale and as a good guy it was beginning to become very very stale uh so him doing this is is really clever in my opinion storyline wise is something i'm looking forward to and what he's called the group is um the chris jericho appreciation society that's it yeah so that's the name of that new group um and again, I love the juxtaposition because I'm watching that, and they're doing the beat downs, and do the double brain bust, and I'm looking at little Daniel Garcia going, "Oh, that's a really tight sharpshooter right there." Look, look. You're like, I can't believe the fucking turned on them. This is this is an online <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just couldn't believe it. I thought that was all mates, like they, they shook hands and that. You know, um, tra- I want I want Eddie Kingston to come back now and just like demolish him. Like I think it needs to be put in his place. To be honest with you.
0: I think there'll be a few more matches. Uh, that's going to be a storyline that builds for a while. I, I'm looking forward to this new group and seeing what they do. Yeah. Are you got anything else you want to say on the uh, the opening segment?
1: I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I didn't see any of it coming. I like. I don't know if that's like the normal thing for wrestling. Um, maybe by like by the time I've watched like twenty, thirty, forty shows, I'll be like, yeah, I saw that coming. Yeah, I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> but, but at the minute, I'm like wow, this is like the best drama I've ever seen in my whole life. This is better than any any documentary, <laughs> any TV programme, any film, anything, because it's just pure drama.
0: Yeah, right, and then next up, this next thing shocked me. It was a world title match, second in the card. Yeah. with Between uh, Hangman Adam Page and Dante Martin.
1: Yeah, so when Dante Martin come out, he'd done this little like, crouch down, he come out in a hoodie and like, tracksuit bottoms. And I was like, uh, oh a mm, bit, bit underwhelmed by him do you know what I mean like, like, oh, he ain't very if,
0: if you have a chance to see Adam's characters on WWE they are remarkably flamboyant they're, they're all <laughs> yeah. rubber pants bleach blonde hair yeah well you
1: know I, I I like to make my characters how I would like to be myself um, I can't pull it off because I'm not ginormous and like a massive like, wrestler alright so yeah so Dante Martin comes in he's got his tracks with bottoms on and he does his little feet and I'm like oh my god this guy's as well little like, oh, great, this match is going to be terrible. Uh, and then the boy, Adam, Adam the Hangman Page, comes in, you know, the United one with the fringe on his trousers and his waist jacket comes yeah, yeah, in, yeah. with the excellent curly hair, um, comes in. And I'm like, wow, this is good. Um, then the match starts at about 1,000 miles an hour. Now, I, I feel bad for. Judging like, don't ever judge a book by its cover. Because Dante Martin is maybe the best acrobat parkour capoeira geezer I've ever seen in my whole life. He is doing flips like they're going out of fashion, and he is quick. He's jumps really high. He's doing all these backflips and that, and he's smashing. Like he's smashing Hangman. I didn't think he'd be able to touch him, but he's like, he does smash him a few times, didn't he?
0: Um, Dante Martin's a bit of a breakout star for AEW, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's he's fucking excellent.
1: And uh, I was just like, wow, this geezer, like, not the best haircut, but my god, is he good? Like, he was really good. I really enjoyed that. Um,
0: he has the technical and athletic ability of someone who's going to be a world champion someday. I've not heard him talk, which is very telling. Like, I've not, I've not heard him a whole heap on the microphone. Yeah, I've not. There's, there's little, there's little things where like his overall presentation looks like it could do some work. If I'm going to be, the nerdy wrestling, uh, wanna bucket, but yeah, I think he's fucking electric. I look forward to him. I once saw at Progress Wrestling a young Will Osprey. Just before he went and became like the biggest international superstar, he's a guy from Essex. Yeah. But he just he did shit that you've never seen before. He reminds me a lot of him. And Will Osprey in Japan. Hopefully, going to be AEW someday. But yeah, I thought I I was just super impressed with the match. This one.
1: Yeah, I was. Uh, when he did he did like a, a top rope drop kick thing on him, and I
0: was like, yeah, or oh, wow. how high he went for that yeah. drop kick was fucking incredible, and
1: I was like. That, I couldn't believe how high he got and to land and not hurt himself was insane like what is that ring mate oh, don't, don't tell me it. That, that, for me that ring's made out of metal uh, it just adds to it um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and
1: then um, so then like, I was like fuck it hell. Like, yeah Dante Dante is really quick but the hangman is just he's an absolute tank and he? he's like a tank of a man he's like a tree he's just absolutely massive and then he Buckle smashes his head like don't milder's head into it, um and then he's out so there's a bit where Hangman's out the ring and he comes in and he just does this mental backflip out the ring and just like smashes him on the floor and I'm like, How's this how's he doing this? This can't he's just won the world title. He's like <laughs>
0: this is like a little kid, he can't he
1: can't be getting beat. I was like, No, this can't be happening. Um But then, uh, oh, wait, yeah, yeah, so there's like other bits, then they're outside the ring, and then the hangman does like the same sort of backflip on the other side of the ring when they're outside the ring, and I'm like, now, I was impressed with Dante Martin doing it, but he's just like a, like a little geezer. The the fucking, that's like a lorry doing like a a backflip, do you know what I mean? It was incredible. Um, and then uh, ha- uh, Hap, I'm going to call him, i put him down as Hap, I'll just call him Hap or the Hangman, uh, does his mental counter. Uh, he grabs him out of the air uh, and then probably breaks Dante Martin's back when he fucking slams him into the floor.
0: Wait, it's funny you're saying that. What are you talking about? I think it's a reversal from a top rope missile drop kick into a set- sit-out powerbomb. Now that move is kind of famous because about 10 years ago, uh, as you'll know, John Cena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, When John Cena was like sort of in his prime and Batista Drax from Guardians of the Galaxy.
1: Uh, is he the geezer that's got like the purple skin with the red bits on it?
0: Yeah, I think it's more grey than purple, but yeah. yeah, yeah, it could be purple. Yeah, grey, oh, purple. Uh, Drax.
1: Yeah, the one that's like proper literal, like, it's, like yeah, that's yeah. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. So those two, because he was a world champ as well, Batista. Um, he Batista did that exact same move to John Cena and uh, in real life broke his neck. Like uh, it, it became a band move into it. That actually broke John Cena's neck, that move. Jesus. So when you see someone attempt that, you know they're attempting something that can go very wrong.
1: Yeah. Right, John Cena's the one from Daddy's Home 2, isn't
0: he? Daddy's Home 2, yep. He's uh, the... Peacemaker in Suicide Squad, the the sequel. Oh, I've not seen he's Suicide just, Squad, no. Ah, oh, you'll like it. And then they've had a spin-off series on HBO. He's he's good. He's really good, John yeah. Um, you will follow in that same <laughs> like, slipstream.
1: Like you're talking about powerbombs. And I'm like, is he in Daddy's Home 2? <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: like, like, Well, that's the world. That's wrestling, do you know what yeah. I mean? Like uh, Hulk Hogan, is that Superman Commando? Yes. Uh, is, is,
1: is that... <laughs> Is it Mr. Nanny, Hulk Hogan? Mr. Nanny, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Suburban Commando. What a film. Um, I might have to watch it.
0: Wait, th- wait until you see Thunder in Paradise. Thunder in Paradise. <laughs> I, think, I think I told you about him that last time.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I it I was either on that.
0: the podcast or off, but yeah, yes. I need to watch it. Hulk that. Hogan solves crimes with a stealth speedboat on the Miami <laughs> Beach. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Honestly, the film sounds terrible, but it sounds right up my street. They're the sort of films I like.
0: That's a TV series. Uh, oh, it's but, a TV
1: yeah. series. Oh, excellent. I'll watch that yeah, and yeah. find that. Um, so, where do we get? Oh, yeah. So, they're outside the ring. And then, right. That... I've written this down because I didn't know what was going on. So, so it doesn't. A... So, I think. Right, let me get this right. So, Deontay Martin does a flip, a front flip into a ring, It gets forearm smashed, and he flips him. Like, so he does a front flip into oh, the ring. No, no,
0: Hangman Page does that's his finishing maneuver. That's called the buckshot lariat, a slingshot clothesline, basically, or a slingshot yeah, lariat.
1: But that forearm smash, I felt that. Do you know what I mean? That was like, no wonder he was dead on the. He was dead. He, like, he got the belt, he got the free count from it. Uh, he keeps his belt, and don'ate is still asleep. He's still asleep on the ring. So like, the Hangman's just sitting on the side, just waiting for him to wake up. Uh, he wakes up eventually, like after about twenty minutes, and then just starts walking off. And the Hangman's like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! Wait, mate, wait, wait, where you going? Come back here a minute." So he comes back and he goes, "Look, I just want to say, you know, everything you've had to put up with, uh, with your brother and that, because he was in the tag team when he."
0: Well, like yeah, ever. that's how he's a breakout guy. He was basically a tag team guy. That's what you do with young wrestlers so that they you get to be on the apron for a while without them seeing the the, yeah. the holes in your game. It's um, comparing an open mic night. <laughs> 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 no, no. It's going badly. Bring someone on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, like, but
1: I, I'm interested to find out what happened to his brother. I haven't looked it up because I'm waiting for it to come out.
0: Oh, no, it's just I think it was just an actual injury, like a muscle tear or oh, a shoulder of injury. Oh, right,
1: yeah. oh. I thought it, it was going to be like a Chris Jericho thing where he got betrayed by his best mate. Um, oh, but if it's an injury, oh, good luck to him. Hopefully he makes a full recovery.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so just an injury for, 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 for his brother. I had not seen the brother wrestle, but I think Hangman says his brother's back, so he's going to be going into the tag division.
1: Yeah, so, and uh, but he was saying... You're you're basically you're really good, and I really enjoyed that match. And if you ever want another one, just just call me brother, and we'll have another one. Um, which I, I really loved liked. how you
0: kicked us in the face from fifteen feet. And if you ever want to do that again, pal, I'm, <laughs> yeah. here. I'm yeah. here.
1: But I just thought it was pure class from the Hangman, and he is a great world champion. Right, just pure class. Like yeah, he, he absolutely demolished him in the end, sent him to sleep, but. You know, to pick him up, he didn't have to do that. Do you know what I mean? He picked him up, and then he walked off. Um, so I got a lot of respect for uh, Adam the Hangman Page. Then Adam Cole rocks up. That Adam Cole rocks up. He's he's absolutely livid. He he cannot. I I can't believe he's so angry. Because um, they had the fight in the other one in the pay per view, didn't they? And the Hangman won. So, like, he's going... Good
0: fight as well. Yeah, it was
1: a good fight. And he's going, yeah, I know you... I can take you all the way, blah, blah, blah. And I can do this and I can do that. Offers him out, doesn't he? Offers him out for the next one. Um, for the fight. And he's going he's going completely mad the whole way through. And at the end, he's just going... Bleh! And then puts his two fingers in the air with both hands. Just like... Oh, I'm so angry, I'm just going to put two fingers in the air. You know. What I mean? <laughs>
0: I think the line was, I'm not going to stop making your life a living hell until it, I hear the words, and new world champion, Adam Cole. And he's, and he's so angry. It's the fact, yeah, it's the fingers going up that makes it silly. Yeah. If he just chucked the mic and the whole audience went, baby, that would be cool. But he said, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like,
1: if that was me, I'd be like, oh, my God, like, he's actually well well angry. I don't know what I've done it. But then putting the two fingers up in the air, i be like, Oh yeah, I can take it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean, I could, I could probably take it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was good. for me as
0: a thirteen-year-old, if I was getting like playing basketball, make a three-pointer, go suck it. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta be, you gotta watch what you let your kids watch. Basically, cause I sound like a fucking cretin as a teenager. <laughs> you know,
1: mate, tell me about it. Tell me
0: about it. Um, but there was a line in it which sets up. I don't know if it's on Rampage or next week's Dynamite, but he says it's going to be a six-man tag match. Oh, my God, yeah. And the implication being is two people that you know very well that it's going to be the Young Bucks. But, again, this goes to why this is so nice to watch watch it with someone that hasn't been hurt by wrestling for so long, right? Because when he said it's going to be a six-man tag match, you went, oh, my God. That's going to be amazing. Six men. Yeah. That's going to be fucking mint. And then throughout, from from the early 2000s to the late 2000s in WWE, this was every single show. The main guy in a feud would come out. The other guy in the feud would come out. Two people would come to help them. And then one guy called Teddy Long, who was the manager of the show, would come out and go, all right, guys, we're going to have... A tag team match and that would be the main event of every show yeah. and it was so formulaic and it was just so lovely was like oh he never had to put up with that he can just enjoy it
1: yeah <laughs> mate when, the, when he said the six-man tag match i was just like because we watched one didn't we there was one on the pay-per-view
0: there was a couple yeah yeah
1: and, and it so was it... insane they were like i still i'm still looking i still think about it now like when they're throwing them through the boxes just like it it boxes with it
0: that was a hardcore tornado match which is going to be different to that it'll be a tag match where they're on the outside tagging in and out oh right so it's not
1: like a a whole arena affair
0: no no that was that was a hardcore tornado tag six man but I can understand where you made the mistake Uh, I'm and i, I hate i hate the fact that i'm the guy who corrects it as well it's now out there in the world going hmm, well actually that wasn't a six-man tag <laughs> match <laughs> <laughs> that was a texas death tornado six-man <laughs> tag match uh,
1: yeah well, I, I i i was i was really impressed with that and i really like um adam the hangman page i really like him because he just seems like a nice geezer like double hard but doesn't flaunt that he's hard do you know what i mean like one of them all oh, like,
0: right yeah
1: like he's
0: He's one year over as, yeah. a, as a champion. Yeah,
1: you'd be happy for him to take your daughter out on a date. Do you know what I mean? One of them sort of blokes. The, the thing is, if he turned up to my door and I said, you need to be home by 11, and he said, well, I'm going to come home at midnight. i like, you can come home at midnight, one o'clock, is that better for you? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Where'd you get your tassels? That's what I want to know. <laughs> can, I, can I borrow your jacket? <laughs>
0: can <I> borrow your... <laughs> Don't go out, Stan. Stan, Come on, we'll talk. Make but your own see,
1: jacket yeah. like that. I love it. He just seems like a really nice geezer. Just like a real nice bloke. Um, I hope I don't get proved wrong because like, I really like Chris Jericho he? Like, from the first one. And then I really liked him and then he sucks me in and he sucks me in and then he just broke my heart. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. We'll see what happens if Hangman... I don't think yeah. he's turning anytime soon. Good. So, next bit was the part I was probably most looking forward to which was the inception of Daniel Bryan... And sorry, Brian Danielson and John Moxley as a tag team with William Regal.
1: Oh, yeah. The American Dragon. Danielson. Yeah. yeah. American Dragon, yeah. I like that name, American Dragon. It sounds cool, doesn't it?
0: That was his name on the indies before WWE, yeah. Yeah. yeah the American Dragon.
1: Yeah, I was, I was hoping for... So I've got the American Dragon and uh, Lucasaurus are like, my, my favourite name so far. Or Luchasaurus. Is it Luchasaurus? Luchasaurus, yeah. Luchasaurus, yeah. Um, yeah, I still like that much. Uh, yeah, John Moxley. John Moxley just looks like an absolute brawler, doesn't he? Yeah,
0: yeah. He, he looks Very like Stone Cold. Yeah, he
1: looks like I could imagine him. Like have you ever seen um, the town, or the Departed, or any film, or any film yeah, based in the... Boston? He just looks like a bouncer from like an Irish bar, doesn't he? Do you know what I mean? Just like, <laughs> takes no shit, I've seen it all before, I'm just going to get in there, get the job done, get
0: out. He hangs around with the type of guys who would take the piss out of you for having an earring, but he doesn't get the piss taken out for having an earring. Yeah. Big, big fan of mocks. And uh, they come out, and get a tag team called The Work horsemen, And I didn't think it was going to go well for The Work Horseman in this. <laughs> but,
1: yeah, I did. I, I looked at The Work and straight away, I thought, well, these are dead. Because uh, who who is the workhorseman? I have got JM and GT, but I can't remember their names. I didn't write their names down for some reason. Um.
0: Again, very 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 funny what you learn from in wrestling. As I didn't either, because I don't think we're seeing them anytime soon. No. Uh, I, I I I they they seemed like enhancement talent would be the phrase, or a jobber tag team, mebbies. Yeah. But they didn't they didn't get entirely embarrassed, but they did get the shit kicked out. Of oh
1: them. yeah. God. Well, the the one of them um, who wore the black leotard with the bald head and the grey beard. So it's like a, like not a bald head. It's like a shaved head with grey hair and a grey beard. Um, what was it? We said he looked like he looked like a foreman, you know, in a warehouse. That and it was like John Moxley hadn't had his overtime put through. You know
0: what I mean? Just absolutely <laughs> smashing
1: him, or is a Sunday league ref just give two yellow cards for absolutely no reason? <laughs> um, but I like the other geezer though he wore um, black trousers with green flames and he had green hair so that was pretty cool um, but yeah they got absolutely smashed um, and then that move oh my god that move where he, he he stood on his he stood on his fires and got his no did he stand on his calves well he stood on his legs and he done something I with his legs
0: I think it's a Mexican surf, surfboard or a Romero special it's called yeah Submission Move by Brian Danielson yeah, yeah I thought that would impress you
1: and then he flipped him over and then he put him in the air. And I was like, oh, my God, that has actually got a kill. That is That must be the most pain that I've ever seen anybody be in. That's got really hurt. And I was like, oh, God, I wish I knew that move when I was younger. Like do that to my brother. Do you know what I mean? Like,
0: are, are you going to whack it on Father Ted as his finisher? For yeah, yeah,
1: I'm going to. I'm going to now. Yeah, so he's in the circle. The bloke's in absolute agony. And then the other one jumps in. I can't remember which one. Um, maybe okay. John Moxley jumps in. And he just starts biting his head. Just Starts biting his face. I'm like, Oh, mate, leave it out. He's in a lot of pain. He don't need to add insult or injury by <laughs> biting him. Um, but yeah, he bought him, and then, um, they did a, a top rope double footer, um, into the head, obviously, because that's why. I... Now, this is the one that got me. It was the the f- a, a thing called a psycho knee
0: oh it's a bicycle knee so it's a pun on bicycle and cycle yeah. it's a bicycle knee strike but it's got the bicycle knee
1: yeah and i was like jesus christ that was um that was that was a savage move There, i'm gonna look for that on uh on the game because i want to do a few of yeah, to the, yeah when you beat you me unfaithful when you beat me unfaithful we just get on there and just go ah
0: <laughs> <laughs> again that's the rick versus morrison twitch stream where we're, we're very dedicated to trying to monetize our hobbies. <laughs> yes,
1: uh, we're trying really hard. Um, yeah, and then, he, and then he, he, he... I can't remember if this one's a... Because I didn't write it down because I was too blown away by the move. And then Regal turns up buffing. Uh, obviously, Moxley and the American Dragon, uh, Brian Danielson, won.
0: Yeah, they pick up the win after the knee strike and then it's an in the ring with William Regal. And yeah. that was that was a moment. Now... William Regal, he he goes back 40 years in wrestling. He's been wrestling since he was a carnival wrestler in Blackpool. Yeah. Made it out to America. There's a whole bunch of stories about his substance abuse. Like, I think his first meeting with Vince McMahon, the head of WWE, he actually passed out. He was that that wrecked on HGH or whatever. And they had to send him to rehab. Um, And then... So his career didn't go the way it was meant to, basically. And... He trained Daniel Bryan. He went behind the scenes, and he put together what well, gave WWE a resurgence a few years ago. He was the talent scout for something called NXT. Now NXT was brilliant. Adam Cole was in it. The Red Dragon was in it. Yeah. Um A lot of them. Keith Lee was in it, and they did. That was everyone loved NXT. But then they put NXT up against AEW to try and crush the competition, and AEW wiped the floor with them. So at NXT, they sacked the guy running it. They just let all the wrestlers go, and it's now a much more watered down version of what it was on a different show.
1: Yeah, but William Regal, I really liked him, and uh, so yeah, he's talking to the,
0: um, the Tony Giovanni.
1: Yeah, Tony Giovanni. Now, I asked you, uh, but if anybody does know, can you just let us know if that is a hairpiece he's got on, please? Because it doesn't look real. Um, and I want to know where he got it from, uh, but yeah, he's talking to him, saying, "Oh yeah, like you was there from the beginning," because
0: he was in W.W. W-C- he was WCW yeah. when went those two first, and on that channel. So that's TBS. So imagine if we had a show on ITV against a show on BBC One. The ITV show gets cancelled, and then twenty years later they bring it back. So they're saying it's been twenty years yeah. since we've done this on
1: ITV. Yeah. So then it gets really emotional. Then it gets like proper emotional and stuff
0: legit like he didn't plan to not like eddie kingston was like an emotional monologue thought yes. out and he's like you really helped me uh, you yeah. he could tell he was struggling not to break and william regal by all accounts is pretty much a, a bad guy like
1: yeah um and I, I, I felt really bad for him like well not bad for him i felt like emotional with him like because it it was really heartfelt and genuine um then like and then he's talking about how um Uh, the American Dragon, Brian Danielson is the best he's ever seen uh, and he will be the best and stuff like that and then John Moxley is just a stone cold killer like he's got no emotion, he'll just get in there get the job done and as a tag team they'll be unbeatable and then at the end he says the the greatest I I think I'm going to get this tattooed across the the top of my back Um, you either step up or you get stepped on and I looked at you didn't I and I was like Oh my fucking god! i that's my new motto. I'm living by that now. You ever you either step up or you get stepped on. That is the fucking best. That's the best, that's and I'm interested awesome. to see where them two go. And uh, who else? I, I, who else I
0: think go? that's going to be, because AEW has a wealth of great tag teams, so it's yeah. going to be really good to see those matches are going to be fucking incredible. Like very, very looking forward to it. It also clears them out of the way of um, Adam Page. So, you take those two chess pieces off the board because obviously the best guys are going for the big belt, what yeah. Adam Page has. And they're like, they're not going to be in that picture for the time being, as it looks. So, it's now going to be different matchups of Adam Page. So, that's interesting to put them in there.
1: Well, hopefully, they can fight them two that uh, help beat Eddie Kingston up and just actually annihilate him.
0: <laughs> I think they will kill 2.0 at some point, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, don't I, I,
1: I, I don't know if I'm going to keep coming back to the Eddie Kingston, Chris Jericho thing about it. I don't know if you've gathered. I'm really hurt by it. I don't know. If we're on fire too, and I'm still going back to it.
0: No, no, that, that, that's, it's just great to see you. Because next up, speaking of Hangman, uh, you see him backstage, and he's with the Dark Order. Now, they're difficult to explain to someone that hasn't watched AEW before who the Dark Order dark order are oh this is the, the one
1: where the bloke one of them had a purple face mask on and the other one one of them looked like Neymar jr uh, but like a really <laughs> like if you got him off wish or something like that yeah
0: that's that's yeah. the group there so it, there's a bit of a sad story behind them so they were, they were meant to be this dark group at first like cult-like group where they would get people who were considered to be jobbers and lost all the time and it was com. They then get a guy, Luke Harper, or Brody Lee, who's he was called in real life. He was a massive acquisition as a surprise leader for this group. Yeah. And Luke Harper, he was a giant. He could do everything. He was incredible. And everyone was so fucking excited that he was in AEW. Because in WWE, they just wanted to be like a henchman. So yeah. you never got to see him have these great matches he could have. He came. He was there for a little while, and, and then he, he caught this lung condition and passed away out of the blue. Oh my God, that's terrible! So he died. They 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 let his kid come in the ring, like on the on some of the nights, and joined the Dark Order. You got like a six year old son of his wearing a mask with a shit picture of his dad on. It's really, really nice to see that. And it's it, they've handled the death of him really well in AEW, and that's why when CM Punk watched that. He said, that's a company I'd like to work for. That's why he was one of the reasons why he was willing to come back to wrestling, how well they handled and how respectful they were of that. And so, you see, now they're kind of languishing a bit, not really knowing, having a storyline, that, that direction, because now they're good guys, because you can't boo the people whose friend died. Yeah. But also, there are a bunch of lunatics and masks uh, <laughs> who lose a lot. So yeah. they're friends of Adam Page. They've helped them out a few times. Adam Page sees them backstage, he's just like, oh, so which one of us do you want to be help to be your tag partner? And he's, it's kind of an awkward exchange.
1: Oh, yeah, it was well awkward. I didn't, like, so I didn't know any of that backstory. I didn't know that he was no. part of them or their mates. And I was just like, like, like they're to get something coffee him and he's just, he's just mugged them off and said, look, I don't need your help.
0: He tried to be I'm nice. Yeah. He tried to be nice, is what he was. Oh, it's really awkward, but I bumped into Luchasaurus and they offered to be out, my, my tag partner because they're under the impression it's going to be the young bucks they're fighting. That comes back up in a yeah. sec. Cor,
1: cool. could you imagine the Hangman and Luchasaurus as, as a tag team?
0: Well, they're going to be next week.
1: Oh, they? Well, both of them are actually going to be a tag team. Oh my god.
0: Well, but, yeah, that's what that's that's what that bit was about, yeah.
1: So there's gonna be four ton of Bloke
0: versus two, two. Well, six. It'll be it'll be Hangman and Jurassic <laughs> Express, so that's Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus versus Adam Cole, and we'll just get to this segment now. So Adam Cole goes back and he implies that it's gonna be the Young Bucks and he's got Red Dragon on one side, the Young Bucks on the other. And the, one of the young books says, uh, oh, we've told you, we don't mess with Adam Page anymore. We just, we've just got no interest in it. Because there was a whole feud a while back yeah. with them. And they all used to be friends as part of the same group. And I, I thought Kyle O'Reilly doing this bit was really funny because he's going, oh, you're so self-centered. And Adam Cole goes, I wasn't talking about you. I was talking about Red Dragon, you dummies. And then walked off.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, that was funny. I did uh yeah, the, the, the other two, didn't they? they said something to the Young Bucks and then they walked off and the yeah. Young Bucks were just left there with their tails between their legs. Yeah, it was good. But yeah, oh mate, I can't... like Who's going to beat them two? No one can beat them two, from what I've That'd seen. Be interesting. No, uh, I sound like an expert. I've only seen one pay-per-view and one two-hour special.
0: But that's that's the good of it, you know? It's, yeah. You see what happens. So just before that, okay, so there was a match and this is the guy. If you're rooting for anyone to go for the world title, it's this guy. I want... Whatever makes him talk on a microphone more, this is the guy I want, and that is the bastard pack.
1: Oh um, yeah,
0: yeah. I've always laughed at wrestling. I've always been like, look at that, like they like Hulk Hogan because he makes them chant USA, yeah, and it's just like, oh, I'm from New York, and everyone from New York's like, yeah, he's our guy, or CM Punk from Chicago, everyone in Chicago loves CM Punk like he's our guy and I'm like that's oh, just, just, who gives a shit do you know what I mean and then then a few years back I see Adrian Le- formerly known as Adrian Neville now known as Pac and he's like my name's Adrian Neville I'm like fuck <laughs> <laughs> we've got a Geordie we've got a fucking Geordie in wrestling how are Pac lad how are how
1: <laughs> yeah. oh, are hey, man yeah um, he's massive as well isn't he isn't he big
0: he's short but he's built like a brick shit yeah. house. He's like five nine, five ten.
1: Yeah, yeah he was fighting
0: Wheeler Yuta.
1: Wheeler Yuta, yeah. And now these all come in with like weird people, like so that Will Yuta. He came in with a bloke with white face painting on, looking scary in like a red tunic. Yeah, he's
0: like a comedy character. Yeah, and Cassidy. Sad to see Cassidy out out for a while.
1: Cassidy. Oh Orange yeah, Cassidy yeah. Oh up. Jesus, Orange Cassidy because he busted his arm, didn't he?
0: Yeah, it showed you the replay. I, I said they were meant to catch him on that bit during the pay-per-view, didn't they? Yeah. Like, Keith Lee got him and he threw him over the people that were meant yeah. to catch him and now he's jacked his arm in.
1: Literally got it because I, I got excited when he turned. I was like, oh, it's Orange Cassidy, he's going to do some rolling and then he didn't because he's got a broken arm. Yeah, so Will Euter comes in with a bloke with a white face looking scary with, like, a red tunic on and then Pack the Bastard comes in with a Catholic priest doing the incense ball thing, like, doing that and then... Uh, I'll put it down, the only way I could describe it was a gimp hockey geezer.
0: Yes, that's Pentagon, yeah. They're in a feud currently. There's a tag team called Death Triangle, and the guy in the Catholic outfit-looking thing is kind of the manager of the two Mexican wrestlers. And there's another one called Ray Phoenix. Now, Pentagon Jr. and Ray Phoenix are the tag team, and the Bastard Pack is also a part of their little group. The brother has been injured. Ray Phoenix has broke his arm. I think Luchasovas broke his arm putting him through a table, and it it was a real bad arm break. I'll send you the clip at some point. Jesus. Like, you can see it bend just in a natural way. And they're in a feud now against House of Black, and I'm looking forward to seeing those guys. You're going to like them. They're on Rampage, so I don't know when we're going to catch them because we're only doing Dynamite's. And that's going to be an excellent feud. Uh, but basically, Pentagon, since the House of Black's all evil and spitting mist in people's faces, Pentagon's now went evil to combat them, as has their manager. So that's a new kind of thing for them that I haven't seen before. So they're trying to go all spiritual and gothic to compete with them. They blinded Adrian Neville Pack. They blinded the Geordie a few weeks back, and he had all these like videos of him coming back, and he had the bandages over his eyes going, I may be blind, but now I see better than ever. <laughs> and I'm like, come on, Pat. <laughs> beat them blindfolded, mate. And he's, yeah. Pat beat the fuck out of Wheeler Yuta, basically, in this match. Oh,
1: fuck it. They just, he destroyed him. But, Yuta did jump about 4,000 feet in the air. Did you see that? Like, Yeah. And I I haven't written anything because I was just the mate. I had to rewind it and watch it again because it was so how has he done that? I don't know how he got so high. Um Yeah. Uh and it's just yeah, and then Pac just does like his mental top rope slam and then
0: Oh, Avalanche Brain Buster, that looked dangerous that, yeah,
1: that, that. I, I, I t- I will learn the names of these uh, eventually, but at a minute, I'm just describing them as I see them. <laughs> so, there's a lot going on in these moves.
0: That's absolutely fine. This is from years of picking moves on SmackDown. I'm like, okay, what's that called? Favourite, yeah. one. So, that again, that's not a move you see a lot of. You'll see a suplex where they land flat on their back all day most yeah. matches, but... To risk dropping someone vertical on their head with, like you know, a slight tuck of the head so they don't fucking so they roll off. It's just super. It's incredible they pull that shit off. Yeah. And then makes him tap out to his. I think Pac calls the submission move the brutalizer, but to me it's the rings of Saturn. From Perry Saturn used to do that.
1: Yeah. But this, this, I, I really enjoyed this fight. Like I could have watched more of it. I could watch more. um, I'm looking forward to seeing more of Pack the Bastard or Pack the Bastard, whatever you want to call him. Um, but I could, I could have watched this fight. I was, I, I was disappointed. It was over so so. Like I thought this was a great fight and it could have gone on for a bit longer.
0: Yeah, well, again, you the first one you watched was the pay per view where it's kind of feud ending. It's been building to this moment. They're yeah. finally going to have the fight. These are all things so you look forward to pack fighting bigger and better or in longer matches so you'll have short matches on the card on on the Dynamites and the Rampages and yeah so Pac picks up the win and then we have again I thought this was going to be interesting to watch because it was a big moment in wrestling but obviously you don't know any of these people Yeah. so it's the Matt Hardy moment he's in the ring with um, Andrade and they're voting to keep him in the faction
1: Oh yeah, and then um so this is the one where it's A AHFO
0: That's the one, yeah. Yeah, and then and private party. hardly front office, yeah. Uh and
1: then Butcher and the Blade.
0: Yep, Butcher and the Blade.
1: Yeah, sick and then uh Yeah, so Matt Hardy's in there isn't he? And he's going, right, yeah, these are with me, like you're not with me anymore, blah blah blah. Uh thumbs up who's with me. So the two boys behind like private party put their thumbs up the two in front put their thumbs down and then all of a sudden he's going ah like that I'm, I'm winning because there's three of us and then all of a sudden the two boys behind put their thumbs down and I was like oh my god this is Jericho all over again he's been fucking <laughs> he's been done in now and then all of a sudden there's six people in the ring isn't there so you've got the AHFO boys the uh, private party boys um, and Butcher and the Blade and then all six of them are just like eh, fuck you Matt Brady and it just start kicking him in like all six of them are just jumping on him like oh my god he's going to be dead here if they keep stomping on him like that and then oh my god Darby and Sting walk in then Darby and Sting walk
0: in well, that, that's a key thing as well walk he's getting stamped on by six people yeah. and uh, he's just walking out in his daisy jukes and the 60 year old guy who's <laughs> yeah. walking down yeah. with him but like
1: they walk in but they don't It's not like they're just normal walking. They walk in like they're double-armed, ready for business. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, let's have this. And then they get in the ring, and these two are just animals. They, like, completely smash everybody, don't they? Like, completely just beat everybody up. Um, And then...
0: Oh, well, no, to be fair, they jump them, and they get overrun by the numbers game.
1: Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. And then, oh, yeah, because... um, Oh, what's his name? Uh, i described him as the bad guy from Kindergarten Cop. You know the kids' dad. <laughs> um, what's his name? Um, Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy. He comes in, and then that's when
0: it saw the tides turn in it. And the crowd went mental for Jeff Hardy. Yeah, uh, the Hardy boys. They they started. They were in WWE at the age of fifteen. They had the first... Some of the matches, There's there going to be a segment where I'll show you a match from history that was awesome, get your opinion on it. Yes. And so they, they'll be in a lot of those matches. They were the first real high-risk guys coming down. And recently... And there's also a, a great moment with Sting I'm going to show you next week, which is uh, the Victory Road incident. Yeah. So I look forward to that. Everyone who watches wrestling hasn't. If you're not, look up the Victory Road, Jeff Hardy Sting. And you'll know what I'm on about. I'm going to get Adam's opinion on that next week. It's only a two-minute clip. Don't worry. it's not too much wrestling I'm putting on you. Excellent. No, I'm off for that. But the thing is, so his brother's getting beat up by six people. The yep. music players now, it's a huge deal they had that music because that's the music they had in WWE. So that's how people know who it is. But there is a copyright law. And usually, if you leave a, a company, you're not allowed to take your music with you. Oh, so they must have bought it then. So bought it or they own it. I don't know what it is with it. In the old days, Macho Man Randy Savage, he he used public domain music so he could use it anywhere. Yeah. So it was like the graduation. Da, 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 da. <laughs> that was. So, but Jeff Hardy comes out as his brother's being stamped on by six people. And still has to dance to the crowd before he goes into the ring. It fucking that yeah he, he did his a few fucking moves of bopping and weaving to the crowd and then ran in and, and fought everyone. But I just thought it yeah. was so funny that he still had to dance.
1: Uh, and then what I liked, so they beaten everybody up. They've all disappeared and they they've all gone. So it's just Sting, uh, Darby, uh, Matt Brady or Matt Hardy. Oh, and his brother. So the Hardy boys. Yeah. Oh, I've got a thing here called the Swan Dive.
0: Swanton bomb.
1: Yeah. Oh my god, that blew my mind. Uh, his head when he was diving in, his head was so close to the 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 canvas. I, I don't know how he got. I'm gonna to have to watch it again because I don't know how he managed. I, I can't figure it out. I can't figure out how he sort of done that with his head so close to it and then just wiped him out. It was.
0: Yeah. I've like, got so many clips to show you. That's gonna blow your fucking mind. <laughs> like that is that is. Jeff Hardy's a nutcase. Like, he's an absolute nutcase. The shit he's done is incredible. There'll just there's be highlight reels for you to watch and just to get your reaction of it. I might put a video reaction of it. So, yeah, so Jeff Hardy, the Hardy boys are back. Look forward to seeing what they're doing. And obviously then they're looking at Darby and Sting at the end knowing that's another tag team. We'll be coming yeah. face-to-face with them eventually. Uh, what I
1: liked about Darby and Sting and the Hardy boys is there was some music playing and they all started just doing a little pop. But Darby. Looks like a bloke that he doesn't talk a lot. Do you know what I mean? He's like more It looks really intimidating. He looks like yeah, he's a skinny geezer, but he can have he can if you don't want to get on the wrong side of him. He's like the quiet unknown, do you know what I mean? That's what I got from him. But yeah, I liked it. And then he went
0: uh, <laughs> do
1: you know what I d mean? <laughs> I didn't do that
0: justice. <laughs>
1: He's talking wrestling and he's going oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well to me he looks like the little golf kid's like I don't really like this subgenre of music <laughs> This music's for poses Yeah
1: um, I'll just, uh, just I can uh, just how old's Sting, sixty five
0: Yeah, there. I, I just a, imagine a, him waking
1: him yeah. up in the morning putting his face paint on like Oh god can't I retire yet <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> but I like him I like I like Sting and I like that Derby from what I've seen well, for Sting I've seen him twice now but Darby I've only seen him once
0: alright so next up you've got FTR you've not seen those yet they fire Tully Blanchett that didn't mean a whole heap to you I imagine no no I
1: didn't get that FTR
0: that's the two that's the bald guy with the goatee and had the the guy who's like hey we're meant to be winning championships here you know, oh walk off yeah, until you...
1: yeah. That's yeah. That was only like a little couple of like minutes with it. Yeah, I didn't get what was going on there.
0: And the next thing I know, was the Wardlow promo.
1: Yeah, he comes in in his like suit, and uh, mate, how good looking is that guy's on? Honestly, <laughs> <laughs>
0: honestly, that's the shape I would have to be in to get a top knot.
1: Yeah, yeah. mean, if you're that, if you're in that shape at that size. You could have any haircut you wanted and nobody would ever say anything.
0: It's not easy being raised by bullies. I'm like, oh, all right, how many steroids do I need to take <laughs> <laughs> Um So, so that- he comes out and he basically explains the situation of he's under contract to MJF and they kind of yeah. plant the seeds that he's still under contract and that he wants to go his separate ways from MJF.
1: Yeah. Um, and then he just says, Basically, he's talking about it, he? And then he's like, basically, I don't give a fuck. I'll do what I want. Like, you've got, you got yeah, I've worked with him for three years, blah, 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 doing this, doing that. But I've got to do things for me now. Basically he's saying, see you later, I really, to MJF.
0: Yeah, we don't have to fight. Just let me go. What do you think is going to happen with that? Any predictions?
1: Uh, MJF's going to get me up and go, look, you're under contract, mate. you uh, you got to stick around. And he's going to go, no, I ain't. And he's going, go, yeah, you are. And then he's going to rip up the contract in front of him and then they're going to have a fight.
0: You reckon? All oh, right, right, we'll, we'll look forward to seeing that happen. Yeah, it's going to get
1: heated. It's going to be a heated um, exchange. So I, I don't think they're going to go through the courts to get out of this contract, but it don't <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, and then you have a tag team ma- title match, and then you were a bit surprised, weren't you, that there's so many title matches on a TV show?
1: There was, like, what was this, the third?
0: Yeah, the third... The- What's, so you had Adam the page. world title, Jurassic Express, yeah, and then the main event was a title match.
1: Yeah, so it was three title matches and like one. Like that's that's mad. That that was insane. I like, I couldn't believe this was a title match. But Jungle Boy and Lucasaurus, Lucasaurus come out, and it's.
0: <laughs> I've got a picture, I'm, I'm going to send you the picture for, if you check out, we'll we'll start it on your Instagram, because we still haven't made our Instagram account yeah. for the show, but if you want to see Adam's reaction to uh, the Jungle Express coming out, it's lovely, uh, so if you go to, what's your Instagram, Adam? Uh, at Adam Morrison Comedy, Insta, yeah. At Adam Morrison Comedy on Insta, okay, yeah, so check that out, I've got a, big, I've got a good picture of uh, Adam coming out of that. Um, and then you got the acclaimed, the rappers come out.
1: Oh, is that what they are called? I got. I just put music boys.
0: <laughs> music <laughs> boys.
1: Because <laughs> I missed. Because we we spent ages trying to sync up our shows. I um. Because mine had adverts in it. I don't think yours had adverts or whatever. But I spent ages trying to sync it up. And I was like, oh, I'm not rewinding it to so see. I forgot what their names were. I want to
0: see you missed a rap.
1: No, I saw the rap, but I forgot right. what the names were, so I just put Music Boys. <laughs> but the rap was I'm, brilliant. The rap was brilliant. I
0: really like the acclaimed. Uh, the acclaimed yeah. are really fucking. They got into a lot of trouble a few months back. Do you know the American Olympian who quit with depression, like at the Olympics? Yeah, yeah. The the lady, the lady yeah. one. Yeah. Well, they did. They did a rap going, "You're going to quit like her," and they they got so like they got like national level. Hatred oh my God. for doing that, and then they came out a few weeks later, and they did. They pretended it was scripted. Yeah. From from the office, to the the raps they have to do now, and then plugged another show, and then they ripped it up and took the piss and said that this guy's got a small dick or whatever. It was <laughs> basically, the, they were a fun tag team. I liked the acclaim. Yeah, that I liked it. I mean, this acclaimed.
1: was a really good match. Um, I I enjoyed this fight. There was a lot going on. There was there was actually a lot going on inside and outside the ring that i was trying to i was trying to get take everything in i I didn't have time to make notes i couldn't watch it and take notes at the same time so it was too much going on for me um
0: when when i went to see the british wrestler had that problem like saying a tag match or a fatal four-way it all broke down yeah so you got people at one side of the of the room that you're stood in fighting but then like a guy's just been thrown into the chairs next to you and it's just like knocked your knees and (laughs) you're like oh for fuck's sake (laughs) Mate,
1: I I really like, like, but I really like, um, I really like Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. I really like it. Like honestly, I he's gonna take more than two people to beat him up. Let's be honest. Like he's so massive.
0: Luchasaurus, yeah, he, yeah. He, and he had, he, I really like him. I really yeah, like him. And he has
1: the strength of a dinosaur as well. I think it might be the mask that gives it to him. I don't know. But the the dive they done for the tag was incredible. So. He's getting so Jungle Boy's getting his, his egg. He's getting his ass hammered, him. He's getting hammered, and he's coming over. He's coming over, and he's just about to t- take Lucasaurus, Lucasaurus, and he must be about two centimeters away from doing it. And they drag him away, and you're like, "Oh no, he could have tagged." Oh, what's he doing? And then he gets out, and then he fucking runs, and he dives across the ring to fucking tag him, and then Lucasaurus comes in. That no, fucking. Gets both of them, just runs in, close lines, both of them, bang, they're knocked out. Fucking tag them, see you later, you're out. Oh, we are the winners. Obviously, that description does not do it justice, but I, I when he come, when Luchasaurus comes in, I get excited. <laughs> and then we did and then everybody's going doo, 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 and I'm just sitting there waiting for you to look on the phone doing this. Just waving my arms. I'm trying to find the song so I can make it my ringtone. Um.
0: <laughs> I gotta show you I gotta show you a guy called Grado Great who went viral. It, it's it's so sad because what made him viral will stop him from ever being successful, really. Oh. So he's a real out of shape Glaswegian. Yeah, A right, bit of a joke wrestler, rarely one. And he started making video blogs of him becoming a wrestler and trying to get booked and stuff. And he comes out to um, Madonna, like, when you say my name and it feels like home. <laughs> but he comes out dancing to that. Yeah. And the whole crowd is dancing. When you say my hard name and a little... Pay? Honestly, and just the energy to it. Everyone loves him on the back of that. But... No company's going to pay Madonna a hundred K a time to, to fucking song, use yeah. that song. Like on the indies, Daniel Bryan used the final countdown. Yeah. And then, since it it takes like three minutes to do the first, it's the final countdown lyric. He just waits, stands up on the rope, and the whole audience screams, It's a like And it was a great moment. But again, companies aren't going to pay for that. So. Yeah. Yeah, the the songs are massive. Someone having a good songs worth its weight in gold for me. Yeah, I do like
1: the songs. I I, I really like the songs. Um, I keep thinking about what song I would have. So I'll just um, I'll I'll think of a song. I'll find my entrance music and we'll we'll say it so you can have a listen to it without having we'll to spend anybody any money. Yeah, learn it on.
0: Then we have, uh, so yeah, Jungle Boy, Jurassic Express, they pick up the win. And then you have a quick backstage of Jade Cargill. We're both big Jade Cargill fans over here. All yeah. new to Wrestling Podcast, we support Jade Cargill. Yeah. And then a match between Legit Layla Hurst and Thunder Rosa.
1: Yeah. Now, Legit uh, Layla, Legit Hurst. Uh, I don't think she was she higher than the top rope.
0: No, she's, she'll be short. She's, she's, she's really,
1: she's really she's short. Very short. Yeah. yeah, she's very short. And uh, this this match started off. So Fonda Rosa comes in. She's got like, a lot of face painted and that, like with a Mexican death mask, I think it is. Um, and then it's more like a, a wrestling, a, like a proper high school Roman Greco wrestling. Uh, amateur, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and they're uh, rolling around on the floor they're doing some wrestling. Um, and I was like, oh, God, this is a bit different. Like, I did, different. And then all of a sudden there's like, the Rosa's doing some fucking mental kicks and it suplexes her and stuff like that I was like yeah this is what I'm talking about with <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, the the but she does a suplex into a pin and only gets a two count I was like that's no way a two count that's you know like ref come on do you know what I mean let's get a vile decision on that you hit the ground on the third one come off it um uh, <laughs> But yeah, this 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 one wasn't even that long, was it? There wasn't much going on in this one.
0: Um, it was a solid match. And it, was, it, was it was a good to, match, yeah. It was to decide who gets a title shot next week. Yeah. At the St. Patrick's Day show. Thunder Rosa gets the pin. What I would say, it's it's a weird nerdy critique. Um, it's I think it's because you're so used to seeing larger people fight. Or oh, I don't know. It's when they're coming off the ropes and the other ones lying down. It's almost too far for yeah. them to run to be worthwhile to make that run. Do you know what I mean? There's like too many steps. Yeah. In 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 between ropes, but well, that that can't be helped. Obviously due to their size. Um, but I think Dunder Roses class. Uh, I I like she's just all action. She's the drop kicks. I, I was a bit arsed
1: on her. Like legit hurts, really. To be honest with you, it's like, in my nose. I've just got legit legit shit.
0: (laughs) Legit shit. shit. Do you know what? If she's meant to be a bad guy, in wrestling law or wrestling theory, this is one of the things that, like, I'd love to see you talk to Jim But put it that way, Adam. So you're amazed with all the acrobatics, whereas, like, there are people in old school wrestling where it's like, no, it's a wrestling match, and then there's a couple of high spots you get excited about. If you do all these things, nothing means anything. And... The idea that Leila Hirsch does nothing interesting, if she's a bad guy, that's good. Because you're not meant to cheer her. Yeah. But on the same grounds, uh, it's entertainment, and I want to see the backflips, the dropping on their heads, the the catchphrases, yeah. all that stuff I enjoy. But well, I, so did, there I, is, did enjoy,
1: I did enjoy the start of it. Like I did enjoy, to be honest with you, I did enjoy the actual proper wrestling aspects of it as well. Uh, but then I was like, could do some more flips.
0: I also think... And I think this happened with Thunder Rosa at the pay-per-view as well. It's a difficult spot to go on. So you've just seen the Jurassic Express of Jungle Boy doing all that shit. Yeah. You've just seen, like, up next, you've got, um, you've had title matches, like Adam Page, Dante, Martin. And now it's like, all right, go out, couple of arm locks, get them in a headlock, slow it right down. It's it's a breather almost for the audience. Yeah. It's not, they're not into it much to the end. They do build to it and get a good reaction in the end. But for me, again, there was no doubt on who was winning that, just by the little bit of AEW I've watched. There's no surprise. To
1: to be honest, I would have put my money on Thunder. But she gets her title shot, and she's fighting in a fucking steel cage, which I'm really excited about.
0: No one can interrupt.
1: Yeah, I'm really. Oh, is that what it's for? Is that what it's for? Yeah, because on
0: the pay per view. Yeah, so in the pay-per-view, you had them all getting involved. Yeah. In that cost of the match. That's how Britt Baker keeps winning. So now it's in a cage match. They can't get in.
1: Oh, I thought this, because we had a cage match on the game. And uh, basically, you just kept throwing me off the roof of the cage. Oh, that, that was a <laughs> hell-in-a-cell match. Yeah. Oh, that's a hell-in-a-cell. Oh, right. So what's the still cage match then? How big's the cage?
0: Uh, op- Open-roofed, said, but the cage will be about 25 feet.
1: Wow. Uh, oh my god do they sort of climb up there and do some mental stuff off the top of that
0: they have done in the past
1: right I'm going to get some popcorn for that because I, I, that's going to be that's going to be insane I'm fucking looking forward to that now I thought it was going to be like the the hell in a cell thing that we did I didn't realise it had an open top cage what no, no one could get page. in it
0: well no, theoretically mm. you could climb from the outside to climb in theoretically
1: Oh I'm looking forward to it i'm looking forward because i'm not seen a um what you call it before well (laughs) i've only watched two wrestling matches and there was never a cage involved in that so i'm looking forward to that
0: so yeah builds builds up well and looking forward that'll probably be the main event of the saint Patrick's day which we will be watching and recording in the next few days when you listen to this and then hopefully we'll be up to date by next week yeah so then comes the main event
1: Yep. Yeah, so the main event, you got uh, a geezer called uh, Scorpio Sky.
0: Yep, Scorpio Sky. Um, Dan Lambert, and American top team.
1: Yeah, American top team. And then he's fighting uh, a geezer called Spanish God Sam Guevara.
0: Sammy Guevara, yeah. Guevara, yep. Yeah. Um, now
1: at least this was this was a good fight. I thought.
0: This, this was, was a pay per view match, really. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. This was a good fight. Uh,
0: there's a lot of backflips. Um, when when so, I saw the car, like who was fighting on this, I thought, right, there's going to be some shenanigans here he might enjoy. And I saw this main event and I'm like, yeah, that's worth sticking around for. I, I, I'm I yeah. looking forward to this.
1: So there's a lot There's a lot of action going on. There's a lot of backflips. There's a lot of great moves. There's a lot of decent moves in there. There's, 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 there's too many there's
0: moves. Stuff- Sammy Guevara does from a standing position. People can't do from the top rope. Yeah, like he, he does a backflip over him as a leapfrog, as the as Scorpius guy is running past.
1: Yeah, I, I was just like pretty much mouth open the whole of this and uh, the whole of this fight because I was just like, how, was, like how how can you get that height from just standing still? like he looked like he put no effort into it, and then right now, the, oh God, this is this is this really wound me up this fight because like. So Samuel um sorts out a table and that, then he sorts, Is it the table he sorts out? He sorts out the table uh, to get old um, Scorpio Sky on it. Anyway, he, gets, he falls for his own setup. Like Scorpio Sky smashes him through the table, and then his girlfriend—no, his wife. Sorry, so
0: Samuel oh. wife comes in to make sure. No, no, he's all no, up. it's his girlfriend. So, his girlfriend, just sir. just one second though. What he does though, he sets him up on the table. He then goes, so the table's on the outside. He jumps up to the top turn, to but well, and he does what's called a 640 splash, which only there's only about three wrestlers in the world I've ever seen do that move. Yeah. Never mind do it to the outside through a table, breaking his floor, fall on the floor. Like, it looks insane. And he's down. He's out. Like, yeah. he's out for the count. Then Ty Conti, who's in the match with Jade Cargill at the pay per view, comes out, the
1: girlfriend. Yeah, so she comes out and she's like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And then, um, he wakes up, they back in the ring, and And then Page Van...
0: Paige Van Sant, the UFC fighter? Yeah,
1: Paige Van Sant comes in, starts having a go at his, his girlfriend and that. So he looks round, and then Scorpio Sky fucking annihilates him.
0: Yeah, oh, he, g- him. he gets back in the ring. He shows that he's got guts. He doesn't want to lose the TNT title, yeah. but Scorpio Sky is like... I think he's ready to be a champion. I think that's the right time to give it to him. He's been undefeated for a year. Yeah. He's oh, been intact, yeah. but he... He is fucking brilliant, Scorpio Sky, and like the finishing move, the TKO, the the height he gets on it, the slamming on it, it was fucking excellent. And then, yeah, it's a it's a really good match to go into all the different spots. There's the high spot with the table, but just these two interacting in the ring worth watching all day long.
1: Yeah, but I did think it was bullshit because his his girlfriend's getting like s- destroyed by Pageant can or Sand. Um, I can't pronounce that. Sand, Sand. Yeah, and he gets he just gets absolutely destroyed with this.
0: What was the move called again? Who? Um, Sammy Guevara? Yeah. yeah. It's called the TKO. The, oh, it gets it, so yeah. it Gets him on his shoulders, spins him up in the air, drops him on his head.
1: Yeah, and to be honest, yeah, that was an impressive move. So then he's all, like, uh, he's lost and all that. And then um, his girlfriend gets knocked out and Paige drags her in the ring, then she throws him on top of her and then gets the uh, contract out. Puts it on her ass, signs it, and it just throws it on him. And I was like, yeah. "Fuck me, I can't wait to see this. I can't wait like that." Like, is that a blood feud? Is that a blood feud going on between
0: them two? Uh, that that's just Paige Van Sant, because they've been waiting to sign her for a while. She's been in and around American top teams' involvement in AEW. Yeah, she was she was a huge star in the UFC. She went to bare knuckle boxing, and. I think she really gets it some people come out from different worlds to go into wrestling and they're not really comfortable yeah Uh, Kane Velasquez is one of them didn't look hugely comfortable to me in it and there's been one or two others but Paige Van Sant looks like she's going to be fucking incredible
1: yeah I'm looking forward to say I want to see a fighter in the ring proper
0: roles did Um. you hear what happened to Kane Velasquez this week by the way I I know it's off topic just quickly so he's arrested for attempted murder, I think, or murder. And it, there's like a horrific story behind it. Like his kid was at school. Something happened to him with, involving an adult. He goes into a blind rage, chases de- chases it down, I think the wrong person, and shoots him. And Jesus. that's the ex-UFC champ, heavyweight champ, Cain Velasquez. I- I'll have to look that up. I may have to cut that out for libel. But there's an insane yeah. story going around about Cain Velasquez right now that is, uh, yeah, could be a documentary we do at some point on Discussing Documentaries podcast.
1: Jesus Christ. Wow. No no I didn't hear but,
0: that. Mind you, I don't really look at the news. No, nah, no, nah, there's some other stuff going on in the world right now. You wanna see Putin's done a real heel turn on Ukraine. <laughs> 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 He's done a real Chris Jericho.
1: Yeah, yeah, out Chris Jericho, you are Putin. Like sort it <laughs> out, mate, honestly. Just make up with him. Try and try and bridge that gap because you're both <laughs> great and I wanna I want you to be mates.
0: China's Jake Hager. <laughs> 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 no, no, you're all meant to be missed. Oh no. Anyway, so that brings us to an end of uh, our first dynamite episode of all new to wrestling. Uh, final thoughts. What do you enjoy? What? I what, what do you think really, of?
1: really enjoyed this. Uh, to be fair, I enjoyed. I know. I, I just. Um, I slacked off. Uh, the legit Layla for a bit, but to be fair, she's really good. Like, obviously they're all better than me and they could beat me up. Um, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Um, Just wish Jericho wouldn't have done what he did, but, you know, hopefully, um, Eddie Kingston will get his own back and he'll smash all of them. I just hope he doesn't do it one by
0: one. There was, um, a a few little moments that stuck out. There was a moment in the title match, Uh, I I pointed out when it happened, which, like, Scorpio Sky and Sammy Guevara are so fucking good. And that's if they're doing moves or receiving them, everything looks better with those guys. Yeah. And he's got them out of the ring, and he's got them by the head, and he's kind of about to run them into the railing. And I think... Scorpio Sky must have jumped the gun because he's about to take a step, to take a few steps to get the momentum to throw him, and Scorpio Sky just dives into the other railing. Oh, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. He kind of looks at him like, what the fuck are you doing, and quickly throws him in again. Yeah. There was a few moments with Jim Ross. Jim Ross is all in his old... He he starts to call Paige Van Sent a Jezebel, which is like calling her a whore, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For what she's doing, which, again, that was very popular during what's called the Attitude Era in the early 90s. But he may get in some trouble for that. Jim <laughs> Ross has said some shit that they're like, I don't think she's a whore, JR. She's just... <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's, that's like a biblical whore reference that Jim Ross calls it. And that's just ingrained in him from how he was commentating back in the day in old views. So I'm looking forward to seeing if they any fallout on that. But other than that, like, I- I've enjoyed it. I-, I thought that was a really good show. Three title matches, a bunch of good matches and stuff I'm looking forward to. And again, yeah. guys, I'm looking forward to seeing this roster is absolutely stacked. Oh, mate, I'm
1: looking forward to seeing loads loads more. Like, like I said to you before, I feel like I've wasted my life by not watching wrestling. Like, I've watched, I've wasted time watching a lot of Pump on Netflix and all the other, sh- all the other channels. But nothing's got me like this, do you know what I mean? This is... This is great, do you know what I mean? It's, this is, this is fucking it, excellent.
0: It's what you said to us about you now have to get your boy into wrestling.
1: Yeah, I'm going to have to get my boy into wrestling now um, so I can practice some of these moves. I'm really sorry. I've been holding this fart in the whole hour and 35 minutes and I can't, I can't, I can not it's just, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was holding it in. I couldn't hold it in. I've been trying to hold it in i've talked over loads of it i've been holding it in for ages
0: (laughs) all right and on that bombshell uh, ladies and gentlemen (laughs) thank you very much for listening uh is there anything else you'd like to plug adam (laughs) uh just
1: just my ass (laughs) no follow me on all the socials you know uh facebook adam morrison comedy instagram adam morrison comedy and twitter adam morrison comedy um And then, uh, oh, check out uh, Ricky's uh, discussing documentaries as well. It's really good.
0: All right. Okay, so, yeah, if you can like, subscribe, anything you can do, uh, if you enjoy it, that's always appreciated. But mainly, just thank you for listening, and uh, we don't have anything uh, of mattresses or anything to sell to you just yet. So that's us. Uh, Next week will be the steel cage match, and I'm going to show Adam a new segment of uh, Adam Doesn't Know This Happened. So we're going to show him the victory road moment between Sting and Jeff Hardy and get his take on that. And again, if you want to message us, uh, check out Adam's socials and just message a moment or a link to something in wrestling history and we will talk about it as uh, that segment once a week. Thank you very much Thanks for so being I'm on it again, Adam. Glad you're enjoying it and thank you again. Take it easy, guys. You take it easy. Letters, lads. You enjoy the musical stylings of Adam Morrison.
1: Sorry about the old file there. <laughs> right, okay, right, so stop. <laughs>